the Memorare. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly to you, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To you I come, before you I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in your mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. All across the Gulf South, it's 7 a.m. Time to wake up on Catholic Community Media. Good morning. You're listening to Wake Up on this beautiful Friday morning. You are tuning your heart to the truth. I'm Gabby Smith, along with David Dawson and Damian Collado. Happy Groundhog Day, guys. Early spring. (laughs) We were just talking about that. We, yeah. we got one down here in New Iberia? Yes. Yeah, Pierre, Pierre the, the Nutria. Yeah. Pierre C. Shadow, the Nutria. That's yep. right. Mm. And That's he's name. probably not getting no. up because what does he do? Predict the crawfish season or uh, spring? If because he, if he had to predict the crawfish he's season, he's sleeping in. Well, we're in yeah, bad yeah, shape. He's sleeping in, I'm At sure. At least for right now. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, should be early spring. Looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Um, should be. And that's what Phil said, so we're going to count on it. And today is the uh, presentation of the Lord, so we are going to pray a special prayer in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Almighty and ever-living God, we humbly pray that as your only begotten Son was this day presented in the temple, so we may be presented to you with pure and clean hearts by Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever, amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. 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 We have a wonderful lineup for you today, starting off at 7 after Eric Miller with the Louisiana Knights of Columbus will give us an update on the many things they have planned for the month of March. So definitely get your pen and paper ready because it's fish fry season, guys. We're getting into that part where it just it is just nonstop fun. So looking forward to that conversation with Eric in 18 minutes, Jimmy Rumney, Jimmy Rumney joins us. He is part of the men's group over at Our Lady of Mount Carmel in Covington, Louisiana. We're going to be talking about an event where uh, over in the North Shore, they're going to be focusing on Our Lady of Good Success in Ecuador. It's an approved apparition. So he is part of the Latin Mass community over on the North Shore. So he's going to be giving us some wonderful details on this event and a little bit more about the apparition. In 35 minutes, Katie Zulanas joins us. She's the executive director of the Couple to Couple League. And we're going to be learning more, ladies, about Revelation 90, which is a new wellness journey for women, especially during Lent. And in 48 minutes, Terry Dixon joins us, director of communications of the Diocese of Biloxi. He'll be giving us an update of what you'll be finding in this week's Gulf Pine newspaper issue. So looking forward to today's wonderful guest as we prepare for Lent. And Damien, looking forward to your weather report. What do you have for us? Well, on this Groundhog's Day, I'm happy to say an early spring is on the way. Hmm. That's according to Punxsutawney Phil. He did not see his shadow, so that's good news, hopefully. What we are seeing, though, for South Louisiana and the Gulf Coast are cloudy skies to start our day, but it's going to make way for a lot of sunshine. In fact, it's going to feel like spring. High 74 for today. Oh, boy. 
light breeze at best. And we've been warning you, though, uh, come tomorrow, rain will be arriving in full force, 100% chance of rain. It's going to put a damper on you parade goers out there. Uh, And it's going to be a little windy. Winds are going to be out of the southeast at about uh, 10 to 15 miles an hour. Sunday, uh, after the rain comes through on Saturday, Sunday, things should clear up pretty quickly. And a high of 67, give or take. And the same holds true for Monday. Nice. It's warming up. One day, rain, and then it's gone. All right. Uh, It just so happens to be a day when in the evening parades are really going to get get wet. Temperatures in and around the area right now. Home of Thibodeau is 49, 45 in Gulfport. Over in Mandeville as well as Baton Rouge, it's 44. And in New Orleans, warming up quickly, it's 52 degrees. It's almost 5 after the hour. We have events coming your way as well as the gospel here on a Friday morning on blessed feast of the presentation of the Lord. I'm Father Chris Decker, and today's gospel comes to us from Luke chapter 2. When the days were completed for their purification according to the law of Moses, Mary and Joseph took Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. Just as it is written in the law of the Lord, every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord, and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons in accordance with the dictate in the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared in the sight of all the peoples, a light of revelation to the Gentiles, and glory for your people Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him, and Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be contradicted. And you yourself a sword will pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived seven years with her husband after her marriage, and then as a widow until she was eighty-four. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day with fasting and prayer. And coming forward at that very time, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were awaiting the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. Thank you, Father Chris Decker, for today's gospel. Eric Miller now joins us. He's part of the Louisiana Knights of Columbus, and he's going to be giving us an update of what they are up to in March. And Eric, we can probably guess a little bit that this is the start of your busy season and exciting and, of course, delicious fish fries across the state of Louisiana during Lent. Good morning. Thanks for being with us. Good morning. Thank you for having me. That's right. We're going to be... Very busy coming up in the next uh, few weeks with our Lenten fish fries. Uh, All the councils are getting ready uh, to start cooking their fish and shrimps and uh, other seafoods to get everybody ready for Lent uh, as it's coming up 
uh, pretty quick. Next couple of weeks. Next couple of weeks. So, uh, that's right. That's right. That's right. You know, we've got uh, our Ascension of Our Lord Council 9623 in Laplace. Uh, they're geared ready to go. The first fish fries on Ash Wednesday. Um, you can pick up dinners uh, across from our Ascension of Our Lord Catholic Church there in Laplace. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also order by phone. Uh, the St. Genevieve Council 9769 and Slidell is gearing up for their fish fries. Um, their dinners are $10 a piece. Uh, so they'll have their Friday Linton dinners. Uh, of course, our Benton Council uh, 6103 uh, is having their first Friday fish fry today. Uh, as they always Ooh. do. Oh, getting and a jump. So you can pick okay. up their, They are getting yeah. a jump on it. Yeah. So they are <laughs> okay. getting ready to go. So we're very excited about that. Um, we've got our KC State Retreat coming up February 23rd to the 25th uh, at the Lumen Christie Retreat Center in Shriver. Uh, you can get more information on that on our website at louisianakc.org. Uh, we've got our Fourth degree patriotic essay contest getting ready to kick off uh, in the Baton Rouge Diocese area. Uh, so those schools that are participating are uploading their essays on today. Oh, uh, they're due. Got to uh, get so them in today. Be, All right. They've got to get them in today. All We've right. got uh, five schools participating. So I'm one of the graders. I'm looking forward oh, to reading those nice. essays. The, topic is the First Amendment guarantees our right to free speech, but should there be any limits to free speech on social media? Oh, wow. Well, I would be interested oh, to wow. see what these uh, 7th and 8th graders are putting together. Oh. You could have gone before be Congress uh, this past week. Yeah, they were right. asking the same question. Gee whiz. Yeah. That's right. Uh, it's very timely. Quite an essay. We've got our yeah. Pilgrim icon, <laughs> icon of St. Joseph that's uh, going around the state um, this month and next month and through April. So we have that. And of course, y'all's favorite cornhole tournament is hey, 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 hey. tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> we we need to form a team. That's right. The sixth annual KC cornhole tournament. Um, and so. Uh, Council 2436 is hosting that. So we're all excited about that. Uh, and, of course, I need to encourage every council to sign up for the state convention that is going to be in Baton Rouge May 3rd to 5th. Um, so we'll have our hopefully crawfish boil on Friday night. That's oh, boy. Planning on it. Good I luck. If we have crawfish. <laughs> nope. If not, we'll roll the shrimp. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I'm in. I'm in charge of that, so I, I'm a little antsy about yeah. the Friday night. Uh, I bet. Oh man, Eric, Eric, you you are rolling through the, this list, and of course, it's the time of year where a lot of people know that the Knights of Columbus do things like fish fries, these tournaments, the essay contest stuff. I've been hearing since I was a kid. We see the signs on the streets, oh, yeah. in front of the churches. There's more to being a knight, though. With a minute left, why should why should men join the Knights of Columbus? Men should join the Knights of Columbus if you're 18 years of age, a Catholic gentleman. You should join the Knights uh, for the fellowship, uh, the prayer, um, getting together, uh, more formation of your faith and foundation in the church. Um, 
and of course all the good work that we do for the parish, for the youth, uh, for the families. Uh, it's just it's uh, it's been such a wonderful uh, endeavor and a big part of my life uh, in the last couple of decades now. Uh, mm-hmm. So I would encourage every Catholic gentleman to consider the Knights of Columbus and, and come to one of our events and see what we're all about. Uh, Definitely. That way you can yep. decide if it's for you. You can go to louisianakc.org, um, click the button, join us, uh, or you can go to kfc.org, which is the Supreme Council's website, uh, and please consider joining the Knights of Columbus. Perfect. Thank you so much, Eric Miller with the Louisiana Knights of Columbus. So grateful to have his updates every month. Stay with us. We have more coming after the break, especially the saint of the day. You definitely want to hear about the presentation of the Lord. It's 15 past the hour on Wake Up. This is Franciscan Media's Saint of the Day for February 2nd. Today we celebrate the presentation of the Lord. Forty days ago, we celebrated the birth of Jesus. Today, we mark the presentation of the infant Jesus in the temple. According to Mosaic Law, a woman was considered ritually unclean for 40 days following childbirth. At that point, she was expected to present herself to the priests at the temple and offer sacrifice to mark her purification. Actually, anyone who had brushed against mystery, birth or death, was similarly excluded from Jewish worship. Today's feast is as much a celebration of Jesus' first appearance in the temple as Mary's purification. In Luke's Gospel, Jesus was welcomed in the temple by Simeon and Anna, who acknowledged the infant as the long-awaited Messiah. From what we know, the Feast of the Presentation was observed in the Western Church as early as the end of the 4th century, though likely much earlier when gala processions recalled the introduction of Christ into the house of God. In the early 8th century, Pope Sergius inaugurated a candlelight procession as part of the observance. At the end of the same century, the blessing and distribution of candles became part of the celebration, giving the feast its popular name, Candlemas. There's more about the saints along with inspiration and Catholic resources at our website, saintoftheday.org. From Franciscan Media, this has been Saint of the Day. You don't you don't hear that anymore. I remember hearing that as a kid. Candlemas. It's 18 past the hour on Wake Up. I'm David Dawson along with Gabby Smith and Damian Collado. And right now, Jimmy Rumney joins us. He's with the men's group at Our Lady of Mount Carmel in Covington. And we're going to talk about an apparition. Our Lady of Good Success in Quito, Ecuador. Am I saying Quito right, Jimmy? Uh, you know what? That might be how they say it there. I say keto. Keto, okay. Um, but All right. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, good morning. Welcome to us. And look, I don't know anything about this, so fill me in on this apparition. Is this something that's sure. happening or it happened? So it happened in the 1600s. So oh, the apparitions okay. are over 300 years old, and uh, they came to, Our Lady came to Mother Mariana de Jesus Torres. So she was... Uh, a conceptionist nun, and she came from Spain uh, at 13 years old with her aunt to start uh, a convent in Quito. Now, as she was there, um, you know, ever since the the journey to uh, the New World, they they encountered difficulties. There was uh, they took a boat, obviously, mm-hmm. and there was a tempest in the water, 
and then while they were you know concerned about this tempest they saw a seven-headed serpent come up and it frightened all the sailors i would imagine to death. Yeah, yeah and then uh and then mother mariana and her aunt saw our lady with our lord in one hand a sword in another and completely decapitated all seven heads of the serpent as he was hissing that he would persecute this convent until the end of time and would not let it not let it survive so wow. ever since the beginning you know there's been all this persecution uh with with mother mariana and and her convent so it's it's an incredibly interesting story gosh well, you know you're doing something right if you're persecuted, but boy, I haven't heard that one uh, uh, the way that Neither. was done. And and then and then you there was an apparition there at the convent. That's correct. So okay. there were you know, multiple multiple apparitions. Okay. Um, and she was praying in front of uh, she was praying from the Blessed Sacrament, and then uh, the sanctuary lamp blew out. So a lady comes and tells her, uh, gives her multiple prophecies, and in this one particular prophecy tells her that, uh, she tells her that there will be the propagation of heresies in the 20th century. Um, oh, the, okay. light of, the light of faith and souls will be extinguished. There's going to be spiritual catastrophe. There will be impurity spread uh, throughout the world. Freemasonry will infiltrate all social classes. Many vocations will be lost. And there will be negligence of those with great wealth who won't do anything to help the church. So there's there's all these really, uh, you know, really difficult things for her to hear, and to the point to where she actually dies and has to be brought back uh, to life by by our Lord in order to become a victim soul for the middle of the 20th century for our times. Yes. So, it, you know, especially when we think about Lent. Um, we have, you know, in February, on February 24th, Dr. Marion Horvat, who's an expert uh, in Our Lady of Good Success, coming to give a presentation on this. And one of the things that Our Lady did for Mother Mariana was she gave her the choice of two crowns. So it sounds very familiar because I know this happened with Max, uh, Max Colby, Colby as well. right, right. Yes. Mm -hmm. So in that first crown, she offered her the opportunity to uh, just to be in heaven. Uh, see the beatific vision in all of its glory, and the second crown was really a crown of suffering and mm -hmm. martyrdom. So Mother Mariana, you know, she gets a glimpse of heaven, and she tells Our Lady, "I, I want to go to heaven." Mm -hmm. And then, like any good mother does, Mary kind of nudges her in the right direction. She kind of says, I, "I think you need to take the second." Crown. Yeah, let's let's go with <laughs> both of them. Yeah, yeah, because you're going to go to heaven right. either so, way, right? It's a win-win. Well, maybe a win-win. Exactly. Right, right. Okay. But there's there's definitely a, a harder a harder route to take. And she said, you know what what we want you to do. What I want you to do is I want you to suffer for those souls in in the 20th century. You know, so she becomes this victim soul to where she has all this suffering and, and really an interior stigmata that stays with her throughout her whole life as well. And then there's additional prophecies where uh, she and these prophecies were uncovered in the early. Uh, in the early 1900s, 1906, right, right okay. before Fatima starts happening, and that includes, uh, you know, the Pope will declare two dogmas of faith: papal infallibility and the Immaculate Conception. Mm -hmm. uh, and it'll be the same Pope, which ended up being Pope Pius the Ninth, and also mm -hmm. predicted the end of the papal states uh, in 1854 as well. So all these things from these prophecies that have been hidden for so long came true, um, and then. 
the probably the most interesting thing is what really got my attention was this miraculous statue that that Our Lady asked her to have constructed uh, in her honor. So Our Lady comes uh, to Mother Mariana in this apparition again and says, I want you to build a statue for me, then place it in the choir of the convent so I can be uh, look over this convent while it's being persecuted, while all these things are going on. Now, I looked so this says, up. I, I, I looked this up online. Is this the statue Mary's holding Christ? Or, and, and right? Yes. I mean, it's one where yes. she's holding Christ. Okay, okay. She's holding Christ in, uh-huh. in her left arm. Okay. And in, in her right arm, she's holding a crozier. Oh, um, and okay. She also has, and she also has this crown, which uh, I believe there's now a papal crown. I'm a little... Those details, uh, you know, I, yeah. I don't have that in front of me. Okay. But so Our Lady is holding, basically holding Our Lord back from from His divine justice and, and trying to show us her mercy as He's telling us these things in this statue. So she, you know, she hires, you know, uh, this man to make the statue. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Our Lady tells her exactly how she wants it made. Mm-hmm. And then he ends up going back to France to get perfect, you know, the perfect paint to to use on Our Lady, because she's so beautiful, and our, you know, Mother Mariana has seen her, mm-hmm. and he's like, there's no way I could do this. While, while he's gone, uh, the archangels Gabriel, Michael, and Raphael, and St. Francis of Assisi come and finish the statue, and it has this, this beautiful, you know, countenance, this look, where the paint looks more like skin than it does uh, you know, glass Gosh. or wood, and then and then at different times in the convent, the expression of the statue will change. Sometimes, okay. you know, okay. overnight. Yes, sometimes overnight. Sometimes, you know, during the day. Um, and then the conceptionist nuns that are there, uh, they hear the statue walking around the convent and even through the courtyard there. So, you know, in the morning when they'll wake up to wow. say their prayers. They'll see the you know the damp marks on it as well uh, on on the hem of the dress, so it's it's really incredible the, this this miraculous statue and um, wow so it, it's 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 just so beautiful to see and then again with Lent being coming up we get to unite our suffering with our Lord and this is really what um, you know ties it a lot together with Fatima that there's just this message of penance. But then there's also this message of hope at the end, where the you know when things seem at their darkest point, mm-hmm. that's when that's when the total restoration is going to happen. Right, and right. I know it always seems close, um, or, or the end no, is but, always but near. He, he he causes us to surrender sometimes completely when yeah. you when you suffered so yeah. much. Okay, so you have an event coming up then at Our Lady of Mount Carmel in Covington. Talk about that. That that's correct. So we have Dr. Marion Horvat coming. Uh, February 24th, and Ole Mount Carmel is the Latin Mass Parish of the North Shore. So, uh, you know, fortunately, you know, we're able to invite her over, and she's going to be giving two talks okay. beginning at 10 a.m. Um, on February 24th, and it's in the Catholic, uh, the Catholic Center on the North Shore. So it's off of the service road and across from the hospital. The first talk is on okay. Our Lady of Good Success, Prophecies, Warning, and Hope for Our Times, followed by a light Lenten lunch. And then uh, the second talk is Prophecies Fulfilled and Those to Come on the Chastisement and the Reign of Mary. So it's uh, going to be a really wonderful event. Um, It's a free event. Oh, wow. That's probably one of the best parts. Yeah. 
we have a Facebook event page, so if you want to RSVP to make sure, help us make sure that we have the right amount of food, uh, that would be really wonderful. Okay. And it's, um, you know, it should, it, like I said, it's really wonderful anytime where Our Lady is involved and it gives you an opportunity to go deeper in your faith and love for her. Uh, it's it's a win-win for okay. everybody. So that's February the 24th. You said it starts at what time of the, is it the morning, you said? 10 a.m. 10 a.m.? starts at okay. 10 a.m. All right. And uh, it, the address is 4465 North Causeway Boulevard in Covington. Okay, just look for Our Lady of Mount Carmel in Covington. And this is a free event, so uh, boy, you can't beat that. So uh, no excuses. Got gotta be there. <laughs> well, I learned I learned a whole lot, Jimmy. This is this is yeah, very interesting. I I appreciate you joining us this morning, and I hope your event is a success and full. Absolutely. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I definitely appreciate it. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Wow. How about that? No, I didn't I've know never anything heard about of this that story before. Mm-mm. Yeah, I never no. did. No, I, and I'm looking at a, a flyer here that we have online, and 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 the statue is beautiful. It is it mm-hmm. is gorgeous statue. So my goodness. Well, yeah. the fact that it walks around the convent that, at night. That, that I wanted to ask him if he if he actually was there to, to see the statue and if at any point it it changed expression. You know. You know, and and, and you're That's looking cool. at the statue here. I'm looking at the pictures and everything, and I could see. I mean, because it the, it looks so lifelike. The face looks so lifelike that I could understand how that could possibly happen. That you could see the expressions change. You know. I find that interesting. So Well, you could see the different expressions in the pictures the picture, on the fly. Right, right. Yeah. 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 All right. When we come back, uh, Gabby's going to be talking to Katie Zulanis, uh, the executive director of Couple to Couple League. It is half past the hour on Wake Up. It is 35 past the hour. You are tuning your heart to the truth. I'm Gabby Smith, along with Damian Colado and David Dawson. Our next guest is Katie Zulanas. Katie is the executive director of Couple to Couple League. And today we are going to be learning a little bit more, ladies, about Revelation 90. This is actually really intriguing, kind of cool, and something that maybe we can also consider hmm. for Lent. Hey, Katie, good morning. Thank you for being with us today. Good morning. Thank you for having me. So tell our listeners and viewers a little bit more about Revelation 90 and what makes it so unique for women. So Revelation 90 um, is starting uh, Lent this year, uh, February 14th, Valentine's Day, and it's running uh, 90 days to Our Lady of Fatima. And it's dedicated to um, revealing the beauty of women's fertility. Um, It's over 90 days, which is three cycles. And uh, basically, that gives us enough time to see if we can, uh, you know, apply good nutrition and good exercise and good prayer and, you know, become healthier uh, and have a better, better sense of our fertility. I love this. Um, is this something that women can do on their own, or would you recommend them also including their spouse as well? Um, they can they can do on their own. It is directed toward women. We um, mm-hmm. 
do uh, actually recommend Exodus 90 if the guys would like to, to do a companion mm-hmm. program because we're couple to couple weeks, so <laughs> we like to do things with couples. <laughs> um, but yes, this is mainly uh, for women. We have women that are doing it in groups together, mother-daughters, uh, college groups from SEEK and things like that that are going to, you know, do as a challenge for 90 days and see if they can get their cycles uh, better. <laughs> well, and nutrition, sleep hydration. I mean, that stress, anything and everything, one little thing can just affect and throw off our cycle for the month. And it's, it's, it can be a little crazy, especially if you're charting and you're keeping track of it. Uh, you know that Katie, we've discussed it before, but take us through revelation 90. Um, what can we expect during these 90 days? And you know, if it, it if it's kind of like Exodus 90, uh, how does it help and benefit women for those 90 days? Take us through it. <laughs> Well, we're we're a little different. The girls might be good, happy to hear that we don't do cold showers. Uh-huh. So that's, that's what I was. That was my first question. <laughs> Not about yeah, that. <laughs> um, and so, but we do. Um, you know, we do um, have time in there for uh, personal reflection. So we include with it um, a journal. Um, which is a guided tour, so you can do it in a group, but you can do it by yourself. But then we have um, a series of nine webinars, so we're, we get together uh, almost every week. And um, the, the, we're so grateful because this is actually a partnership with uh, using our Peak Day app to, to track your cycle, but also we're grateful for um, SoulCore, which will be providing the prayer and exercise portion of this, and we get at, you know, we get to see their beautiful program, and also um, Temple and Table, and they'll be providing good nutrition and cooking exercise, cooking lessons. I'm sorry, um, and and all of that together, you know, really gives uh, women some tools to improve their health and wellness, and just your spiritual well-being. Um, mm-hmm. Just celebrating the you know your womanhood fact that you're a woman mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know how to manage that um what we found to be honest what we found in all the years that we've been teaching is that women's cycles are getting more and more irregular and of course your cycle is yeah. an indication of your health and it's a big concern to us and we're like how can we help how can we help women what can we do that's practical and we can really give them, them some tools to be in charge of their fertility and um be healthier well, Katie, we're being thrown in every direction. You know, our our children's schedules are full. Our schedules are full. Our f- family in general. Um, and and like we said earlier, one little thing could throw something off. Also, the stuff that we eat right. also is not right. that great sometimes. So take us through that nutrition part because as women, we want to be healthy. Um, and that may be a goal for us at some point in time in the year. Sure. Like you said, we're, we're busy, and I think in, unless people kind of give you some good information, it's hard to know exactly, you know, what things might help. Uh, we get, like you said, so many influences. So we have included with us <laughs> the um, book Shorter, Lighter, Pain-Free Periods, which is from Marilyn Shannon's book. And <clears throat> that gives you some practical, good uh, nutrition information. We have cooking um, lessons, a pantry guide, um, from Amanda from Temple and Table, and she comes on and kind of helps us uh, learn learn about that. But to be honest, like this is something that young women are very much at risk. Um, yeah. They have cycle irregularities, and then they're put on the pill all the time, and it's very destructive. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, we'd like you to have good information so that you can handle these these things yourself um, instead of you know being put on artificial um, birth control for acne or whatever it is that, you know, someone says you need it for. 
Exactly. Um, I knew so many girls, and even in the sixth, seventh grade, that were put on the pill because of acne problems. It's a band aid. It's not a solution. So, um, and we want to do things a natural way and how God intended it to happen. And that's exactly what you teach over at Couple to Couple League as well. So, let's take it back to Revelation ninety. Is there an app? What can we do to kind of keep us on track for ninety days? Sure. It's um, you have a journal that comes with it and a basal body thermometer temperature, the shorter, lighter, pain-free periods book. We have the nine webinars, but if you go to revelation90.org, you can sign up, um, and then there's a portal that comes with it. So we kind of have everything in the Rev90, we're calling it portal, and when you go there, you can, um, you know, see the soul core exercises, do them. It's kind of build your own adventure, Um, so you get to pick and choose. Um, You know, if you, like for myself, I'll be doing, our whole staff is very excited, we're going to be doing... um, you know, the rosary um, every day with SoulCor, and so they go through the different yes. mysteries each each month. Um, so it's very beautiful, um, and so you have this, this um, portal that you can go to when you have the time uh, in your schedule. The only thing we ask you to do every day is just record your biomarkers in the Peak Day app, which is included, um, and uh, then also do the Angelus with us. So there's really only two things. It only takes a few minutes a day. And beyond that, it's anything and everything that you're interested in um, and, you know, getting together with us, using the journal to reflect on um, Our Lady. Uh, we kind of go through um, the Revelation, Book of Revelation, not the whole thing, but we go through various uh, parts of it to kind of just, mm-hmm. you know, think through the beauty of our Blessed Mother. I love it. Katie, if we as women are not healthy and not our, you know, a healthy version or a happy version of ourselves, how can we take care of our families as well? They'll, they'll feel the effects. So, um, highly rec- rec- recommend women to take a look at this. And it's so funny because a lot of the, uh, I'm, I'm going to call you out, guys. Dave, Damien, you guys are chuckling no, during the interview. No, if you knew no, no. what we as women go through well, every was, month, you well, wouldn't be chuckling. Well, well, Just saying. Yeah. When, when she, <laughs> Katie. When she first came out with this, when she first came out, mm-hmm. I said, if this is like Exodus 90 and they're taking cold showers, I'd throw anybody's cycle off, I would imagine. But so, uh-huh. if that's not involved, It would shock okay, us. Good. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be stressful. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Katie, where do we sign up and get started? We're... we're about to run out of time. I want to make sure women get this information. Sure. So just go to revelation90.org um, and you can sign up there. We also have um, gifts like um, moms are giving their daughters in college, you know, and doing it together. Um, so we hope that yeah, you is. guys will join us on this adventure and uh, hopefully between all we can pray for each other and uh, women's health and, and help each other have a happier, healthier um, Lent. Oh, that's awesome. A Catholic way of women helping women. I absolutely love this. And it's very empowering as Catholic women to help each other. So thank you so much, Katie. I'm using all the buzzwords this morning. Thank you so much for being with us. Executive Director of Couple to Couple League. Thanks for being with us. Thank you, guys. We appreciate it. All right. Yeah, definitely take a look because it starts on Valentine's Day, which is also Ash Wednesday, which is only a couple of weeks away. So definitely take a look at that. Mothers, daughters, daughters-in-law, mothers-in-law together. Hey, maybe grandma can join in too. That sounds like fun. I know sure. mine would. So, I think it's a good gift. Uh, definitely take a look. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Mm-hmm. So, And it's uh, good to know more about your body and how it 
happens naturally, how things happen, uh, and good nutrition and health for 90 days because that'll start a good habit. Yes, indeed. All right. It can't hurt. It can't. Also, Terry Dixon with the Diocese of Biloxi joins us when we return from the break. Looking forward to that conversation. It's always a wonderful time with Terry. Stay with us. It is 45 past the hour on Wake Up. before the top of the hour on this first Friday of the month. Don't forget, if you have a chance, maybe go to Mass uh, this morning or sometime this afternoon or this evening. It's February 2nd, and we're so glad you could join us with us now. My good friend Terry T. Boyd Dixon. He is Director of Communications of the Diocese of Biloxi and editor of the Gulf Pine newspaper for that diocese. And uh, Terry, good morning. So many things happening in uh, your fair city and diocese, brother. Good morning. How's everybody doing today? Doing great. Doing great, babe. We got spring coming early. Yeah, it doesn't feel like spring. Oh, it does. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, it does right now. Sure, it feels like spring. It's Forty-seven degrees here. Yeah, that's too cold for me, yeah, too, Terry. I agree. Cold. I guess what I'm, that's right. I what, agree. What I'm getting at is, in four hours, it'll be seventy-two degrees. That, that's yeah, that, that's um, the beauty of our weather. That works. Uh, but anyway, we didn't talk I'll, to you about that. We wanted four hours. That's right. <laughs> Bye, Terry. Thanks. I figured by then you'd be on the beach. But uh, with that being said, uh, big event coming up and underway is the Catholic Sharing Appeal. Let's start with that as we uh, talk about some of the things in the uh, Gulf Pine newspaper. The Catholic Sharing Appeal will kick off the first Sunday of Lent, and this appeal supports all the vital ministries of our diocese. Last year, we raised over $1.5 million. and Yes, sir, and a good chunk of that went to... um, Catholic Charities of South Mississippi to help meet the physical and spiritual needs of their clients. It really, it, your donations to the Catholic Sharing Appeal really does wonders for people who um, are struggling in life. So um, we're excited about kicking off the 2024 appeal, the theme of which is missionary discipleship. Yes, and we all are called to be disciples, and some of the monies, as you mentioned, go to a variety of works as well as ministries within the church, um, evangelization, it goes to help with the formation of priests, deacons, as well as the uh, leaders within the church. What are some of the other uh, areas in which monies are going towards, so, so people will get a good idea uh, where their dollars are going? Well, an area that's near and dear to my heart is the Gulf Pine Catholic newspaper. Hey, the country. there you go. <laughs> give early and give often. That's my motto. <laughs> 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 no, but we're, we're, I know I speak on behalf of Bishop Kinneman when I say how grateful we are to everyone who contributes to the appeal on the annual basis and recognizes the importance of their donation and how it's going to touch the lives of so many people in our diocese. Yes, and of course, uh, there's a, a big article uh, in relation to Bishop Vitale and what's happening with the, the dollars that you guys are helping him with as well in Ukraine. Bishop Vitale visited the Diocese of Biloxi on January 16th. He 
celebrated Mass at Our Lady of Victory's Parish in Pascagoula, or might I say he can celebrate a Mass with Bishop Kinnaman, mm-hmm. and he talked about um, what's happening in his diocese right now and how the donations from people in our diocese have helped to, um, you know, improve day-to-day life for the people in his diocese. So there's a letter from Bishop Vitale on page three of this week's Gulf Pine Catholic, just talking about some of the things that have happened um, due to the generosity of the people in the Diocese of Biloxi. And not only that, uh, you know, we hear about the war and, you know, uh, ammunitions and things of that nature going to Ukraine, but we don't hear about what's actually happening to the people in the community. And uh, Bishop Vitale touched on that. I think they're serving meals to over 500 people a day. Uh, and, and at the same time, uh, they were actually were able to get generators so they can have heat during the winter. Uh, it's, it's tough over there. Absolutely. Um, um, they were able to renovate some of the water supply systems in a couple of the parishes in that diocese as well. So um, mm. those donations are really um, paying off for the people in his diocese, the Diocese of Kiev. Yeah. And uh, I know we, we hadn't talked much about it this week, but this is actually Catholic School Week, and uh, for the diocese of uh, in, in Mississippi, 177 years Catholic schools have existed uh, in in uh, Mississippi. Quite a few students. I did not realize this. I'm, I'm just throw a few stats out, and Terry, you could follow up. Uh, 1.6 million students. Are, are Catholic uh, students in school. There are 5,920 Catholic schools in the United States. And in Mississippi alone, there's 29 Catholic schools and 7,552 Catholic students. Um, in fact, uh, a proclamation was was given by Governor Reeves recently for Catholic school. Week. All that sounds right. Well, thank you. I just want to let you know, I read the Gulf Pine newspaper every two weeks. I read it. That was my follow-up. Hey, can I plug an event that's coming up real quick? Yes. You can. you you got a little bit of time. Go right ahead. Okay, so papal biographer George Weigel is going to speak on the achievements of St. John Paul the Great, as well as the new evangelization and Eucharistic revival on Wednesday, February 21st at 6 p.m. at Our Lady of Victory's Church in Pascagoula. Wow. The event is free. All are invited to come take part and um, listen to Mr. Weigel. I've heard him before. Um, yeah. He's a paper columnist in our paper, and um, he's just, you know, very interesting man. And, yeah. you know, listen to him talk about his relationship with St. John Paul the Great is very fascinating. Mm-hmm. Very much so. He's amazing. Uh, he's a great author yeah. and uh, writer. I heard him speak, no. too. He is he is really good. He is. Yeah. Uh, also, I just want to mention, because Lent is right around the corner, and I, it's something you do in your paper, and it's very helpful, is the three-page spread of Lenten activities. Uh, share with us what we'll find in that real quick. And what I mean by that is Masses on Ash Wednesday, etc., Ash Wednesday Masses, anointing of the sick schedule, um, Bible studies, parish missions, penance services, and Lenten meals. Um, I want to plug St. Anne Parish in Lozana, who will be selling their famous catfish um, and other seafood delights February 16th and March 22nd. Cost $14 for adults, $7 for children. You can, you can dine in or you can carry out. 
We also have an upcoming retreat for women. The KC Ladies Auxiliary at St. Charles Borromeo Parish in Picayune will host our Luton Road to Holiness on Saturday, February 10th at St. Charles Borromeo in Picayune. The event starts at 8.30 a.m. with Mass, and it continues to 2 p.m. There is no charge. Well, However, the However, donation would be accepted. Right. A donation will be accepted to go to local charities. You got it. Well, well, Terry Dixon, as always, it's fun, it's fast, and it's exciting to talk to you each and, <laughs> and every opportunity we get. Best of luck to you. Have a wonderful weekend. You summed up my life in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's so All nice. Right. Yeah. Terry <laughs> Director of Communications for the Diocese of Biloxi and editor of Gulf Pine Newspaper. Pick one up if you get the opportunity. All righty. Well, with that being said... This hour's over, but the weekend's just beginning. You all have a great one. We're going to wrap up with a prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Oh, my God, I love you above all things with my whole heart and soul because you are all good and worthy of all my love. I love my neighbor as myself for the love of you. I forgive all who have injured me, and I ask pardon for all those who I have injured. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. Big thank you to Jeff Blackwell, our audio director, and Karen Cotton, our video technical director. Thank you for making our show absolutely amazing this morning. On Monday's show, Alan Migliorato joins us, talks about raising Catholic teens in today's world. Lonnie Thibodeau with the Diocese of Homa Thibodeau has an update. And St. John Primary School in Prairieville has an upcoming gala benefit dinner. We'll give you details about and so much more. Have a wonderful Friday and a great weekend. God bless. Wake Up is a production of Catholic Community Media.